Welcome to Sandlot Sports, where you are not afraid of chat beat GBT taking our jobs, because frankly, we're too stupid for a Microsoft Skynet to take our jobs. So <laughs> I am Adam Capison. I'm here with Dorian Cody. What's up, guys? <laughs> and BJ Thomas. I consider myself a dork, and I didn't get that fucking joke. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you. I'll, I'll tell you later. <laughs> so, gentlemen. No, I, I don't need a pocket protector. No, nah, it's all okay. good. <laughs> but you know what? Hey, G- Chat GBT will write your term paper for you. <laughs> too, too bad they, they know it's plagiarized and you'll fail, but who cares? Whatever. <laughs> um, Shit, all you got to do is spend a good 45 minutes changing some words. It'll be just fine. Yep. <laughs> so, gentlemen, gentlemen, it is Super Bowl week. Yeah. So, um, I'm happy and I'm sad because I'm happy that the Super Bowl is here. The crowning achievement of the NFL of football. Sad because like there's no football after this, but that's beside the point. Um, so I'll I'll start before we get into the actual game, kind of like looking back at, at Super Bowls. What's the best Super Bowl that you guys have seen in your lifetime? Three I can think of. Okay, not just because of the outcome, but then talking game oh. itself. Oh well. <laughs> <laughs> can anybody else here say that? Just wondering. Just wondering. Just wondering. Just take my, my middle school year. My middle school years are fucking lit. <laughs> so football. what you're saying is you, you peaked in middle school? The Cowboys did. <laughs> um. Hmm. Oh. Well, I know that the the Giants Bill Super Bowl. I remember. I think. I think that was probably the first Super Bowl I watched from its entirety as a kid. I think that was that was intriguing. Um, but I, I don't say it's the best one though. But that's the one that I remember. Like, the oh, two wow. of the two of the most exciting ones I can remember are both of Eli's. Yeah, yeah. He, he had to yeah. take the Giants down too. the field. Had to take the Giants down the field in both games. With I would say that one an amazing catch, and then that throw to Mario Manningham. Yeah. Might be second only to that throw to Santonio Holmes that yeah. Roethlisberger hit, as far yeah. as Super Bowl throws. Like that throw was out of bounds, yeah. but just where Mario Manningham could catch it. Right. It was yeah. uh, that was a hell of a throw against a solid defense. Yeah. 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 I agree. I agree. I gotta say the two, uh, the two Super Bowls that the Giants won, I could say that were the bet. Well, I I I fully enjoyed watching those Super Bowls. It was intense because I. It was crazy. Eli was total chaos. Yeah. He could either have a Romo like meltdown or win the game. Like that's what right. was so fun about Eli is he could yeah. he could fuck this whole situation up right. or he could win the Super Bowl. He's capable yeah. of equally capable of both. And, and the yeah. Giants in the playoffs are basically just feast or famine. Like they're yeah. they win the Super Bowl or they don't win a game. Right. Yeah. It was great. Yeah. They were great. And coming from a Cowboys fan, you have to understand like how much of an impact those Super Bowls had on me. For me to say those are the two most entertaining Super Bowls I've seen. Yeah, yeah, and, uh, and that's the thing. You know, and people forget. You know, let, let, we'll we'll go back to the the first one, the first Eli Super Bowl. People always focus on that play, not not just the throw and the catch to David Tyree, but also the escape that Eli had. Yeah, but overall, that was a phenomenal game. Right. Where did David Tyree go to school? Syracuse. Yes, sir. <laughs> So, uh, little little trivia: What was David Tyree's last catch in the NFL? It might be that one. It was that one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
I was trying to think. I don't think he caught on. He wasn't like a great receiver. He wasn't even a great receiver. Yeah. Um, the, the, the Falcons, the Falcon Super Bowl against the Patriots, I was dating my manager at the time. And the other two, the general manager wanted off. And he was like, hey, you know, you work for me tonight. And, you know, I'll make sure you don't miss a Cowboys game next year. And I was like, and then, you know, the girlfriend comes in and she's like, you know, you can hang out with me tonight. Blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, all right, it's fucking Patriots. Who cares? And then it's like the greatest comeback in Super Bowl history. Yeah. So I was like, I'll just let you know, because of how that game, I told my general manager, it's dead serious. I watched it. Because of how that game, I will not miss any NFL games next year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no Sundays, no Mondays, nights, no Thursday nights. Yeah. He was like, that's fair. <laughs> yeah. Um, I like the uh well what's entertaining to me was the San Francisco uh Ravens Super Bowl. Um the San Francisco out. was just a hair away from that 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 ball was gonna be catched by caught by Crabtree. I think Crabtree was the one that was it, it was Crabtree that was in the back of the end zone. Now, they were right. a quarterback that could actually throw a pass that had trajectory on it and not just straight. Yeah. <laughs> you know, if, if they had a quarterback and not a runner who could throw, they yeah. win the Super Bowl. Right. Oh, it right. almost sounds like they were justified in Kaepernick not being in the league. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. But the, the other ones, um, they were like, like for instance, uh, the one that was entertaining was the one that um, I think was oh yeah I forgot the uh, Colts and Saints was a good one uh, the one that uh, um, Drew Brees won his first Super Bowl the the Tracy Porter interception at the end yeah and then yeah. you know the Tracy Porter you know next year in the playoffs didn't end so well yeah I, <laughs> I don't like the uh, one sided Super Bowls those are no. frustrating well yeah. and we waited for this. Right. And that's in like when we were growing up, that's basically what you got. Yeah. You know, I know Dorian, you brought up the Giants and Bills Super Bowl, but that was pretty much the only close one. Right. Outside of maybe the 49ers and and Cincinnati, and, and not maybe that one was close. Yeah. The, the touch on the John Taylor. Yeah. But I mean, you had the obliteration of the Chargers by the 49ers. Oh. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna inflate BJ's ego. You had just Dallas destroying Buffalo two years in a row. The Cowboys yeah. Steelers was a good game. The the ninety four Super Bowl. Yeah. Ninety five Super Bowl. The Neil the Neil season, ninety five Super Bowl. Yeah, that was that was actually a good game. They only won twenty seven uh, seventeen, but yeah. it would have been different. It could have been very different had there not been two interceptions thrown. Neil O'Donnell yeah. throwing to uh, Larry Brown, who was yeah. a cornerback for the Cowboys. Yeah. He got a massive contract off of that Super Bowl performance and then disappeared mm-hmm. in Arizona. Didn't Barry Foster get hurt that Super Bowl or something? Or he set out like a quarter or something? That wasn't going to help them. It, it, well, know. it doesn't matter if your running back's out, if your quarterback is literally throwing the pass directly to the cornerback. Twice. Yeah. But he threw those interceptions when Barry Foster was out of the game, though. Yeah, if your quarterback, I gotta see it again. I saw it on the NFL. I, I gotta, I gotta watch it again. If if, if my, now my memory's not what it used to be. I am old, <laughs> but I remember Neil O'Donnell literally throwing directly to, to you know, um, Allen twice. Like there, there wasn't. I think there was a receiver nearby, but it was like five or seven yards past where Allen was. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. In the third quarter, the Cowboys were up 20 to 7, but the Steelers started to make it a game. And then on well, they were driving down to really tighten the game up. That's when he threw another interception. Yep. 
Yeah, but I mean, like here are the Super Bowls from '84, kind of when we got mm-hmm. started getting into into football. Raiders won thirty-eight to nine. San Francisco won over Miami thirty-eight sixteen. Um, Chicago won forty-six to ten. The Giants won 39 to twenty. Redskins forty-two to ten. And then '89 was the Montana to the Taylor twenty to sixteen. And then the next year, San Francisco destroyed Denver fifty-five to ten. So, like our formative like years of understanding, like getting into football, that's what the Super Bowl was. Yeah. And then a couple of years go by, and then you got 37, 24, 52, 17, 30, 17, 49, 26. Mm. Um, and the Green Bay New England game of 96 was never really in doubt. It was the the Desmond Howard game. Mm. What stadium hosted the most Super Bowls? I want to say. Um, Atlanta, yes. the Mercedes-Benz. Uh, no, not Atlanta, New Orleans. Yes, New Orleans was second. Isn't it Miami? Arizona? Miami, yep. Miami, oh, wow. Miami second and third. Miami Gardens, the Hard Rock Stadium, has six, and the Orange Bowl has five. Yeah, because you know it's they want to keep it in warm weather climates and keep the game. Now, I do not like the stadium that they're playing in in this season. No. I, I will I will go on record and say I do not like the stadium. Watch for players to slip. It is a common occurrence in Arizona. In Arizona, yeah, they yeah, got yeah. shoes for that. Doesn't matter. Yeah, just it does. wa- wa- no, but just watch. You'll you'll see at least five or six players fall on Sunday. Just slip. I hope so. They're getting tackled. No, I'm talking fall on their own, like Daniel Jones falling. Yeah. Wasn't that an issue? Wasn't a national championship game played there a couple of years ago? And they, yeah. they were talks about that. Yeah. yeah. I think I remember reading about that or something. Yeah. It, it's an issue with that, that specific field for some reason during big games, it, it's a different kind of feeling and it, players just slip. I don't know if they get the wrong cleats or what's going on. Who was that? Sean Payton that screamed at his running back to change his damn cleats. He fell. <laughs> he fell when he was trying to go into the goal line. He goes, what kind, of, "What kind of cleats are you wearing?" And the player wasn't mic'd up, so you couldn't hear him respond. And the player responded, "He goes, I told you to change your damn cleats." <laughs> what was that? Was that Mark Ingram? Oh, I can't remember. I'm trying to look the clip up right now, and of course, it's a bunch of people changing their soccer cleats like anybody gives a shit. <laughs> Yeah, and that I want to say that was that game was in Miami. So, but Dorian, you you touched on the other topic I want I wanted to kind of touch on before we get to the preview. What's the most memorable play in Super Bowl history that that you that you've seen? Probably the the David Tyree play. He catching the ball on his helmet. That was an interception. Rodney Harrison should have had that interception, but. That that for me is probably the most memorable acronym because I've never seen a catch like that. Over the James Harrison interception. Yeah, I choose it over the James Harrison interception. Okay. Yeah, because to me, to me, it's it's there's there's a few of them. There's the Tyree catch, the Manningham catch, the mm-hmm. Harrison interception, the Holmes catch in the end zone. Oh yeah, that was memorable too. Yeah. I mean, and and also in that same game. The Fitzgerald catch and run when he's going down the middle of the field and his eyes are as big as saucers because he realizes he's going to score a Super Bowl. He'll score a touchdown in the Super Bowl. Yeah. Yeah. There's Mike Bell on the goal line against the Colts. Okay. 
who got uh, hollered at for yeah not having the right shoes on. Yeah. So, BJ, you want to join this conversation? Most memorable play. We've named a couple. Um, I oh. Mike, uh, Don Beebe running down Leon Let sticks out in my head. Oh, yeah. Constantly. Oh, yeah. Because Don Beebe, I'm pretty sure, was like 50 yards away from Leon Let when he picked that ball up. Yeah. Beebe was fast. Let was not. Yeah. 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 Another play was when uh, it was the Rams and Titans when McNair threw the ball to Derek Mason and he when you're stretched short. out. Yeah, yep, that sticks out a lot too. However, someone pointed out that there was somebody who was wide open on the left-hand side that McNair, if he would have just lobbed it over to him, he would have caught the ball and they would have won the Super Bowl. But he purposely pointed out Derek Mason because Derek Mason had the hot hand. But he said if he would have just looked, uh, they uh, who was I forgot who it was. He would have looked three seconds and saw on the left hand side. Um, I, I don't know if it was Frank Wycheck or not Wycheck or something. I don't know if it was the tight end, whoever was wide open in the left hand corner, like but he threw it to Mason. What about uh, the one yard that Marshawn didn't get? Yeah, oh, that oh, that made me pissed off. I was so mad. I was so mad when. When uh, Belichick outcoached Carroll by not doing anything, right? <laughs> <laughs> Literally, um, there was another one too. Um, the the sack. Well, I don't know if it's memorable, but oh, yeah, I can say it. Uh, the the sack that um, Aaron Donald got on um, Burrow because they were. Um, Cincinnati, I, I thought Cincinnati was going to come back and win that. Uh, I will counter that because the play before was more memorable. Yes, the sack sealed the game. The Aaron Donald one-arm tackle yes. of Joe Mixon on yeah. third and one yeah. allowed yeah. the fourth and one tackle. While we're yeah. speaking of sacks, that the Von Miller sack, the Von Miller sack strip, strip sack on Cam Newton started oh, the yeah. avalanche. Oh yeah, that, that was the end of that game right there. Yeah, yeah. As soon yeah, as that man. happened, it was like, oh boy. Yeah, that was the because Peyton wasn't going to give up any points, and Cam Newton's team is not built to come from behind. No, right. And that's oh, the, that's the funny thing about these games is that there could be one play that completely changes the outcome of the entire game. It yeah. can be in the first quarter, and it right. completely changes the game. Look at uh, another Peyton game when they when Denver played Seattle. They started the game mm-hmm. off with a safety. It shouldn't have really cost them the game, but they never really recovered. Never recovered. Never recovered. And then um, also, too, I think of the Chiefs and Niners. If, if Garoppolo were able to throw that ball, uh, maybe a feet, what, what was it? Was it maybe like, like 12 inches or maybe a feet long, uh, longer, Emmanuel Sanders would have been able to caught that ball. Well, and and also that same game, I th- want to say it was third and fifteen. Mahomes had been like stopped the entire yeah. game. While we're yeah. talking, while we're talking about Garoppolo here, has anybody checked Joe Montana for dementia? Because he wants Joe Garopp- or Jimmy Garoppolo to play quarterback next year. Well, realistically, he's still better than <laughs> Trey Lance. He's not better than Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy's not playing next year, dude. That's fine. I, I'd rather act like Brock Purdy's in there <laughs> and run the Wildcat the whole year. Than have Jimmy uh, Jimmy Garoppolo in there, dude. I'd rather have Dorian play quarterback than Trey Lance. 
Hey, man. Hey, five yard out, baby. Dorian has not <laughs> been hit in 20 years. He will crumble. <laughs> he will crumble like dried cat. <laughs> I mean, it, I remember like not being hit for months and then getting tackled and being like, fuck. Could yeah. you imagine not being hit for 20 years and then getting tackled? <laughs> I wouldn't. I went and played tackle football at 36 years old. I was a mistake. Not at all. No. I couldn't. No. <laughs> no. And then I was running the football, and I was running down the sideline, and I stepped out of bounds, and a guy hit me and like, tried to pick me up. And I was like, look, you can slam me, but I'm out of bounds, dude. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> shit over with. Put me in my misery. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, no, not a fan. Never do that again. If it doesn't have flags involved, I'm not out. Yeah. And after what I saw Jalen Ramsey do to Tyreek Hill, I'm questioning flag football now. <laughs> Devontae Adams set his ass up too. Why are you pitching that ball back at the goal? I just yeah, just Tyreek yeah, Hill blasted by a guy that's three inches taller and thirty pounds heavier. <laughs> um, Watch out for Jalen Ramsey's a cowboy uniform next year. That could be possible. Hey, would you look at that? It's time for an ad break. We'll be right back. And we're back. So we'll move on to, to this year's game with Philadelphia and Kansas City. Do we have to? Uh, we, we, we are contractually obligated to mention this year's game. <laughs> so, I mean, both quarterbacks are banged up. Yeah. The, the, the trick is that Mahomes is still accurate with his bum ankle. And Hertz is still can still run with his bad shoulder. Yeah. Um I think uh, Mahomes' ankle is gonna be less of a <clears throat> problem than Hurt's shoulder. Yes. <clears throat> because I mean he can play through the pain. He's had a couple weeks to to get right, and it's not as cold as it was at Kansas City. Mm. Collar collarbone injuries and in quarterbacks. I don't like that. It's all up in here. It's all up in here. Yeah. All up in the shoulder. So that, go ahead. What? what? I'm just saying, wasn't that what the injury is where his collarbone goes into his shoulder, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's not like back, it's not back here in the scapula or right. back there or anything. It's, it's up front. I don't like that. If he right. goes down, if they hit him not even just right, if he falls on that shoulder a couple of times, he could be in a lot of pain. Yeah. So if you're Philadelphia, do you – because I'm not confident that the Chiefs can stop their run game. Will you just make it an ugly Super Bowl and just run the ball down their throats until – That's what you've been doing all season. Yeah. I don't know if the Eagles can stop the Chiefs passing game. Wait, well, actually, both things can be true, but one can help the other. BJ, you might be right. Where the Eagles may not be able to spot Kansas, maybe may not be able to stop Kansas City's passing game. But Dorian, you might also be true that Kansas City can't stop the running game. The trick is, if they can't stop the running game, that clock starts to bleed and mm-hmm. starts to whittle down, and possessions start to get smaller and smaller, and the game gets yeah. tighter and tighter. Yeah, but when it comes down to it. If I need a team to score in four plays, it's the Chiefs. This oh, is yeah. true. But you also might take into consideration too that you have. The Chiefs are going to be depleted at wide receiver compared to the Eagles having they're going to be at full strength in their in their secondary. So, and I know they have a plan for Kelsey. I know if, if I, I fucking I hope so. The, the whole fucking league has a plan for Kelsey and it hasn't worked yet. 
I, I don't know. I, I'll say this, right? So if he's I'm a tight young, end that winds up on the wide receivers list every year in fantasy football, the whole league has a plan for Kelsey and it has never worked. Yeah. Well, if I'm Sirianni, I'm doing this. Kelsey's not beating us. Pacheco, um, Montes, uh, Scantling, wherever his name is, like if, if we're going to lose, they're going to beat us. Kelsey's look, not beating us. Look, it's it's out of their hands. They play Sandlot football. They've been together so long that the playbook's only a part of what they do. All Mahomes has to do is look at Kelsey. He takes off in another direction. It's over. I don't know what, that could be the case, but I'm I'm it I'm is the case. Two people on him. I'm so you're two telling me you're telling me the Chargers play him twice a year for the last six, seven years, the Raiders play him twice a year, and the who else? The Broncos. Chargers, Raiders, and Broncos play him twice a year, and they don't know that Kelsey's getting the ball and they can't figure it out. Yeah, I mean to, to say that they're gonna have a plan for Kelsey, I mean, you're basically saying that no other team has a defensive coordinator that game plans against Kansas City. Everybody knew Barry was getting the ball. Everybody knew Emmett was getting the ball. Everybody knows Randy Moss and Jerry Rice are getting the ball, and it never worked. There are some people that it just doesn't work against, and I think Kelsey's one of those guys. Now, what you have to do is instead of trying to prevent him from getting the ball, you prevent him from getting the yards after the catch. That's true. Which is another problem. Which is another problem. Yeah. And the people but, is usually matched up, matched up against. But I think I think that's going to be the only the only chance they have because you're not going to stop him from catching the ball. He's, he's going to get open. He 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 basically you know boxes out defenders. The he's problem where the problem is the, on a football field. He's faster than the linebackers. He's as fast as some safety. Yeah. Not most, but some of them. Yeah. He's stronger and bigger than all the safeties, and he's as big and strong as all the linebackers. Yeah. He's almost unguardable. So he's yeah. going to get 15 targets on. He's going to get his and, yeah. probably, and probably eight catches or nine catches. Out. I was going to, I was going to say probably 10 catches, 10 catches, 15 targets. And the, the only way that Philadelphia can contain him is to keep the yards after the catch to a minimum. And you got to remember all that pressure. The Eagles gets Jarek McKinnon was feasting on that shit at the end of the year. Pressure him. They'll throw to Jarek McKinnon out of the backfield. He is out of there. Yeah. So the Chiefs offense is the real deal. The Eagles defense also the real deal. But man, I just have to give the edge of the Chiefs offense in that matchup. As far as the other way, the Chiefs secondary got much stronger as the year went on. Are they one of the best in the league? Probably not. Are they top 10? Maybe. Their run defense, questionable. But if I can keep a team running the ball the whole game and do the Tampa Bay Bucks thing where you bend and don't break and give up field goals, Chiefs are winning that game. That's that's the tricky part. Can you bend but not break? Can you give up field goals and not touchdowns? Yeah. And it's not like Jalen Hurts is untouchable. Well, he is. It's the NFL, but that's a different story. No, I mean, people get to Jalen Hurts. Cowboys sacked him in the first game with that when they were playing Cooper Rush. It's not impossible. Yeah, but... The Cowboys rush defense compared to the Chiefs. Look, like, the Chiefs the got Chris Jones. Have you seen Chris Jones? Yeah, I, I know, but but the Cowboys have Michael Parsons. They have Lawrence. Uh, I think Dorrance Armstrong. Like they ha- they their front four can easily get to uh, Jalen Hurts in a league full of gorillas. Chris Jones is a silverback. No, yeah. <laughs> okay, so, I, so I'm, I'm just questioning. I'm that. just saying. <laughs> I, I saw that guy on the sideline this year and I was like, holy shit, you're yeah. allowed to play with these people? 
Like, so, yeah. Dorian, I've got a question mm-hmm. for you. Mm-hmm. Where was Kansas City's rush defense ranked at the end of the year? Oh. What, what? Maybe top 10? Number eight. Number eight? Okay. Where's their pass defense ranked? I'll pull that up here just one second. If you don't mind. Thank you. Yep. Middle of the pack. Myself, middle of the like, pack? Yeah. The middle of the pack. I want to say pretty, without pretty counting, sure it didn't like start shipping. there. I, well, I'm just going on year end numbers. I didn't, I don't, yeah, yeah, year, no, and that's opinion. fine. That's fine. But I don't, if I recall correctly, I don't think it started there. It might not have been in the basement, but it was, it was improving towards the end. Well, I want to say the, the first game against um, the Chargers, Herbert ate him up. And well, that's I mean, what happens when you choose not to hand the ball off and just launch it constantly until somebody picks it off. Yeah. <laughs> I tell you, Kellen Moore's got to get him under control. And <laughs> so you've seen with Dak Prescott. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? Uh, I, I like Herbert. I really do. I think he's got the talent to be good, but geez, man. Herbert Herbert has the physical talent to be an all pro. Mm. I don't know if he has the mental talent because it's not just what he's been doing in the NFL. He did this shit in college. Here, <laughs> here's what it is. And here's a line for you. You can write this down. He's Brett Favre without the restraint. So what's that tell you? Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. Brett Favre had very little recordable restraint. Like it's At all. It, like if there was a, a meter to measure restraint, Brett Favre would just move the needle and twitch. Yeah. Like you check the batteries to make sure the batteries were okay in the meter before you thought Brett Favre had restraint. But the, some of the <laughs> throws that Herbert does, like yeah, I can do that. No. Nope. Yeah. Not this league, buddy. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. He he did the same shit in college, and he paid for it in college too. Yeah. He well, he just has the physical tools, like I said, to be an all pro. Remember, we've talked about it here before. You're only cocky or arrogant if you can't back it up. Yep. Right. So we're gonna say this is a little bit of arrogance in his play. Look, <laughs> not you can't obviously do that. Uh, just a side note on the whole Chargers thing. I saw that there's a very good chance they're going to release Keenan Allen because they can save $17 million if they cut him in June 1st. That's a chunk, oh. guys. That'll convince you to release a lot of people in this league. Yeah. I mean, that's that's like an offensive lineman and a linebacker. I mean, that's, yeah. that's a especially, especially an asset who's not always dependable, dependable to be there. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. The guy's got to just cardboard knees yeah i mean because i know it's cliche but the best ability is availability yeah one of our mutual friends has said something people that cut and jump cut on one leg have short careers yeah because it's just so much pressure yeah on those joints the people that jump cut and land on both feet are cut off of two feet tend to stick around a little longer yeah i mean i believe that you you want to you want to um, a case study of that? Look at Derrick Rose, mm. Todd Gurley, yeah, yeah. And then you got freaks like To who just cut when they want to, no matter what. Yeah, yeah. Like a guy like To should not be able to run routes like that. Yeah, I mean they're just built differently. Yeah. yeah. When he came back from one of the best Super Bowl performances was To yeah. coming back from a broken leg and then showing out yeah. in that yeah. Super Bowl. And then watching Donovan McNabb break down and puke. Now, did he puke because he, because of nerves, or did he puke just because he had some bad Gatorade? 
might have been drunk the night before for, <laughs> for you know that's as plausible as anything else yeah, and, or could have could also puked under the pressure of to yeah i'm open yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we we had a, a speaking of mutual friend we had a mutual friend to say about Philly is like they're in a, a lose lose situation like if they beat Kansas City they beat a broken quarterback and if they don't well you lost to a broken quarterback and I'm like well no one cares I'm looking at all 56 Super Bowls over here not a single one has an asterisk next to it no right. one fucking cares who's well, hurt and who's not both quarterbacks are broken I'm gonna have a Hard pressed to believe that Jalen Hurts' shoulder injury is fine. They haven't needed him if, to throw. If if the yeah. Cowboys had lost the game at the end of the year, Gardner Minshew would have finished the season, in my mm-hmm. opinion. Yeah, but they they haven't needed Hurts to really throw. He played uh, Daniel Jones in the first game, and that game was over by the first quarter. And then in his other only other playoff game, you know, the third string quarterback was out after the first first snap. Did you see that clip going around uh, of Greg Kittle walking out of Brock Purdy going, are you ambidextrous? <laughs> <laughs> so, fact, I, go ahead. There's a, uh, there's a show that's going to be coming on, and it's, um, uh, it's on the NFL Network, and it's about this past season and everyone being mic'd up. I can't wait to see it. I can imagine what they're saying <laughs> in this show. Uh, I always like that. Well, yeah. I always like the mic'd up players. Yeah. We'll, we'll do this now. So, Dorian, who you got on Sunday? I don't know. It's tough, man. Um, uh, I, I'll say this. Um, even if the Eagles break out into a lead, I'm starting to look at Mahomes like Brady. So I'm going with the Chiefs. Can I pick against somebody out of hate? <laughs> Do whatever you want. Well, right Chiefs, now, so. as of right now, it's a free country. So you, you got you to remember, I picked the Giants. So. <laughs> Picking the Chiefs. <laughs> so I'm, I'm going to be the oddball because that's nothing new. I'm going to go with the Eagles. Mm-hmm. I just I, I think that the the rush offense is going to again sh- just shrink the game down, take the total number of possessions down. Mm-hmm. And I think Mahomes is going to get the ball down by four late in the game. And the Eagles are going to play timely defense and stop him from, from getting it into the end zone. If they're down by four late in the game, Mahomes has the ball, that game's over. Chiefs will win that game. You're probably that right. Magic. That dude's magic. And yeah. I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure that ankle's probably about 85%. So I mean, you you said earlier you think he's in the Brady category. Clarify who you said you. Dorian. I believe, believe it was Dorian. Yes, yeah. no, yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. want to be lumped in there. Yeah. So as, as far as I'm talking talk about some a quarterback with the ball with the game on the line. Okay. I'm not talking about his career I, yet. I, I'll I'll put you on the spot right mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. Super Bowl, you're down by four. You have a choice of one quarterback in their prime. Who are you taking? I'm taking Brady. After what we talked about, I'm taking Eli. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to pull something. He will pull something out of his ass. <laughs> <laughs> I like, I mean, 
That's what it is. I'm not saying Eli's one of the top 10 quarterbacks ever, but the truth of the yeah. matter is in the Super Bowl, down by whatever, driving down mm. the field, he just goes, touchdown. <laughs> he is the Brady killer, so hey. um, yeah. Yeah, outside of yeah, outside of Brady, it will probably be Eli second. Eli me. beat Brady twice. Yeah. In the same situation. Yeah. Yeah, I'm like still... with magical shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it wasn't even conventional. It was like it I'm gonna stick it to this guy's helmet. I'm gonna throw the next one to a coach. Dude, what was it? I think Richard Seymour had him by his jersey, ready to pull him down. He just oh, there... wiggled out of it. Yeah, like I said, like people forget the escape. Yeah. Meaning. Yeah. And I was when I watched that play, I was shocked they didn't call in the grasp. Yeah. They didn't call him down because they've been doing it all season. Right. Because he disappeared. Yeah. And that was kind went, of the that was the that was the era when they just started that though. Like he would have definitely been called in the grasp now. Yeah. But that was around the era when it just kind of started. So I don't know. And he was moving the whole time. Yeah. But I mean, he, and he, like I said, he just he disappeared in the sea of Patriots jersey, and yeah. popped out and threw the somehow found Tyree down the field. Yeah, that's memorable, man. So, with that, we'll take a quick break. We'll be back shortly. <laughs> Want more Sandlot Sports? Just follow us on Facebook at Sandlot Sports or on Twitter at Sandlot Sports Twenty One. 